Hey, this is the Well-Meaning Skeptic Podcast. Uh, Conrad Coster is me. And, um, yeah, another episode. Uh, this one is YouTube. Um, and I had... A, so, I I mean, I, I think I'll, maybe I'll explain a little bit of my relationship with YouTube. And um, then I came up... I, I was thinking of, yeah, kind of like a new way to spice up things a little bit. First... I was thinking I would just do like a couple parts of uh, like YouTube part one, part two or something and um, do what I was like, well, one of the most personal things, privacy, um, privacy opening, privacy showing things you could do uh, and reveal your YouTube search history. So I thought that would be kind of a fun thing to do because um, I'm always trying to make, you know, try to... Uh, work on revealing being comfortable with revealing these kind of things so um i thought it'd just be kind of fun and interesting too uh, even for myself maybe just being like getting a better grasp of what the hell i consume and watch and you know um and uh and then yeah and then i think i might uh i, I just like the idea so i think i might just make it like a permanent segment as it were for every episode i might i might not go through as many epi- uh like videos no, you know, so I won't spend the whole, but maybe be like, okay, what are my last three videos or last five videos I happen to watch? And then kind of try to justify myself, <laughs> try to rationalize it, you know, explain my, explain myself a little bit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, that's what I figured. Um, but yeah, YouTube, I thought, and then I just, it's right now, I think it's probably also, I think why I wanted to do something on it, talk about it. Was that uh, it's it's probably the closest thing to any addiction I have right now. That or maybe maybe sugar, um, but I feel like it would actually be easier for me to quit sugar than YouTube. So I think that's that's where I think because I know if I you know if I don't I lay off the sweets and I lay off the you know I get more energy, more clear headed, you know. But with YouTube, I'd be like, no, I would just be a more barren person without YouTube. <laughs> I'd feel less, uh, that's my, that's like 95% of my entertainment. Or at least my, like, media. I mean, I have, like, gaming and, and of course, other, other things entertain my mind. Pondering such things. As, but um, in terms of just, like, media, it's like 95%. Um, so... Yeah, yeah, that would be a big loss. But anyway, um, yeah, it came out in 2005, I think, when YouTube started. That's crazy. It's been like, you know, probably about 15 years. Um, and I didn't really start getting crazy about it, probably till after college. So I mean, it's been a good, like, yeah. YouTube has been just like my life for years now. That's crazy. I wonder how many YouTube videos I've seen in total. There's got to be some way of finding that out. But anyway, um, I wanted to kind of uh, watch a, a few on my subscriptions and my recommendeds and stuff uh, just to give a bit more diversification. Not not that I was like tailoring them because I knew I was going to do this, but I'd still watch the videos I was going to watch. But because if I hadn't and just started right when I woke up last night, I, I watched like a whole bunch of the same channel and I thought that wouldn't be quite as interesting to, uh, to go through, but I think we'll probably reach them. Cause I think in my mind, I'm like, I'll do 10. I'll talk about 10, you know, but maybe, uh, 
maybe I can, maybe I'll end up going through them a lot quicker. Some of these videos I only watched a little bit because, you know, I got sucked into the title and then I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But anyway, um, all right. I'm about to uh, share the most private part of my life, arguably. Uh, maybe that or porn history. I don't know. I feel like in some ways YouTube, like, you could could be more judged and get a people can you know the most you can read from someone from their porn history is just like okay you happen to like a certain kind of kink but i mean like you know first of all yeah everyone got that so it'd be like okay well you like okay like um you know i don't know a certain certain character you know or a certain i don't know situation certain uh, scenario you know you enjoy that so that's really only but with youtube it's like you get you know values ideology sense of humor outlook philosophy personal you know like um just interests you know um potentially uh symptoms you know uh, illnesses uh, things you're struggling with things you're trying to work on overcome flaws weaknesses fears yeah, you can get a lot of that stuff. So, anyway, diving in. Yeah, still recording. Cool. So, the last one I watched, starting from most recent to, you know, the opposite of that. Um, Hidden Signs of Borderline Personality Disorder. Now, I, uh, I don't think I have borderline personality disorder, but um, I've been watching a lot of... I got really into narcissism disorder narcissism pathology disorder i don't know what the full name of it is but you know narcissism that the the mental illness that is that um and uh and then i started watching a bunch of videos on it and then going through that youtube research thing it, it led to uh this channel borderliner notes and uh i liked it i watched a lot of their videos they're all really short very easy to kind of you know, just go through a lot of them and, and they interview therapists and also patients about, it's it's a few things, that, but I guess it's mainly borderline personality disorder, BPD that they focus on, but also narcissism and I suppose a few other things. But it's cool, you get an inside look into what therapists have to deal with, especially in the States, when therapist was talking about the struggles with uh, dealing with insurance companies, really trying to push patients out so they don't have to pay for them for too long, which is not really helpful to most patients with severe mental illness. But yeah, so that was kind of... But anyway, that this is not by that YouTube channel. It was just kind of linked to that because of my interest, YouTube knows, in BPD. Uh, next one down is uh, Vancouver's Chinatown Battered by Crime and COVID-19. Um, this was CBC Vancouver. Um, so yeah, I have been noticing that I've been watching more. I hadn't watched, like, the news, like, news news in years. And then, um, through the pandemic, I've noticed that I've been watching more of it just because, you know, they do updates on vaccines and hotspots and lockdowns and COVID numbers and some and such and such, um, benefits and things. So I've been finding that info quite helpful. Um, and, uh, CBC... You know, it's a it's a pretty classic Canadian news, you know, uh, solid center left. Um, I know some people. I mean, I don't know how many 
more right-wing people would listen to this but uh this podcast but uh some people might be like center left um it's the far left you can't get any more left than cbc but if you broaden your spectrum you zoom all the way out you know roll the mouse wheel back all the way uh i believe you know you've got you know libertarian socialism on the very left you know and then you've got right-wing libertarianism on the very right or fascism you know or it's the same thing <laughs> corporate fascism um you know and you zoom all the way out to that then uh yeah i'd say cbc which is generally you know fairly status quo mainstream um but you know talks about issues i don't know <laughs> tries to have some journalism involved uh that feels center-left to me. Centrist, center-left. Um, also because they, they have some, like, right-wing thi- like uh, thinker, talk talk hosts at times. Rex Murphy seems to be increasingly so. Um, I don't know if he's still in CBC. But uh, anyway, this is only interesting for people that know of the CBC. <laughs> only know. But, yeah, like, they, they'll have, like, Heartland, which just seems like, a, you know, if you're... Uh, like a prairie conservative heartland would be a a dope show so they have you know shows for conservatives and stuff on the cbc so it seems pretty pretty centered to me but anyway just wanted it popped up i was just curious about how vancouver's dealing with covid so check that out two minutes not a big chunk out of my day uh below that uh ontario premier gives an update on vaccine rollout and lockdowns i want to check that out because i didn't watch the whole thing it's like 33 minutes i watched like a minute of it i just wanted to see the like thing scroll down at the bottom that says because it said like lockdowns pushed to another month and i was like oh shit i like so i was wondering if where i'm in, in ottawa if that means the lockdown is still going but i don't think it is i think it's just toronto and some other places so that's um lucky for me but i just wanted to know about that then watch a vice video uh news stands in hong kong are quickly disappearing just i don't know i just hadn't watched a vice video in a couple days i normally do check out a lot of their stuff just because i i love the documentary style of it i find it's a lot harder to manipulate and filter and make a news bias when it's documentary now of course you can edit things in a particular way but generally if you you know, it's hard to fake that stuff. You're not just getting some schmoo at a desk telling you what to, what's going on. So anyway, I like Dice, but Dice, uh, I like Vice, but I uh, hadn't watched something in a while. So something on Hong Kong, I was like, okay, yeah, check that out. Um, it was interesting. Like a lot of things. I mean, you know, the Hong Kong newsstand business used to be huge back in like early 1900s and not so much now. And it sucks for those that are in it. I mean, it's kind of the way newsprint is, but uh, yeah, still kind of kind of interesting. I watched a Russell Brand video, The Great Reset, Bill Gates and Farming, What's Going On. I clicked on that. I haven't watched a few Russell Brand videos in a while either, just because the last like three were about like relationships. Why are they not working? Why is everyone breaking up during the pandemic? You know, and I didn't really feel the need to uh, watch those. If I want relationship videos, I'll watch School of Life. What can I say? I mean, even they've been doing perhaps a tad too many relationship videos for my liking i'm like i like i like the philosophy stuff too you know but anyway the relationship stuff is definitely emotional intelligence focused videos is stuff society could benefit more from i believe but anyway 
so yeah, it was just because I still don't know what the fuck the Great Reset is. So I thought I'd get answers, and I, in fact, did not. But I tried. Didn't watch the whole one there. Uh, got a news update on the new Lego Star Wars game coming out, the Skywalker Saga. I'm uh, invested in that, although less so now. When it first was announced, I was super excited because big fan growing up of the Lego Star Wars games. But it's just, it's, I mean, it's kind of, maybe I'll get hyped again when it actually gets released. But for now, I checked it out and there was no new info that I could really, you know, that I was interested in. So that was a bit of a bust, but I tried. Uh, I watch a lot of, I'm trying to, I'm trying to now like encapsulate, generally, generalize my YouTubing. And it seems to be mostly Star Wars game related, uh, some current affairs um and like yeah like pandemic stuff that's and then like mental illness videos that seems to be seems to be right now anyway that's that seems to be what what is going on uh, another EA Star Wars mobile game yeah i watched like a fifth of that video cuz i remembered i don't really care about mobile games that be, i do play a Star Wars mobile game but it's been old getting old for me for a while so i think when i get a new phone i'm just gonna stop playing that game um but uh then russell matthews who uh, is a quite it seems like a very nice canadian guy who updates people on canadian pandemic news and he just did a thing on how the uh canadian response benefit has been extended which is awesome because i I am using that right now, so that's that's a relief. I was happy to hear that news. Goes to the end of June, so woo, yeah. It's like it's like over a year of pandemic benefits. I'm not complaining. I will not complain. Okay, I'm able to rip through these a little quicker than I thought I would be. So that's okay. Maybe it's good that uh, I thought it would just be you know touch on what it was in the video, and and maybe this will just be a light, light you know, episode of, of these kind of things, because a lot of this is just news of uh, various topics. Uh, yeah, oh, YouTube's great, though. I love it. It's, it's really, it's just so, once you, you know, I probably have like 100 subscriptions, you know, and then I get mad when there's a day of, of nothing new. That's where I feel like it's a bit of an addiction, because I'm like, really? Not one of you could feed my need for constant content, you know? I need to, it's my new, it's a new consumption, you know, I don't like consuming material things so much, because I'm able to move that over to virtual space, I think that's better, a little uh, less polluting to the environment, but I don't know, maybe to the mind, though, does it pollute the mind more, no, I think, I think it's fine, I think it's okay, oh yeah, now here's a string of, <laughs> of uh, videos from Soft White Underbelly, I got into this channel, from who knows how you just get into stuff on youtube you can rabbit holes you know um butterfly effect or is it no i don't know i don't think so but you know they connect in weird chains algorithms and such um so the first one was a prostitute interview a woman named nikki i think i watched the whole thing of that i was kind of listening to these while i was going to bed I find that just kind of easy sometimes because, I mean, a lot of these are very tragic, so it's kind of hard to hear sad stories uh, while you're going to bed, but uh, I find them very interesting. One below that was an escort named Oceana. 
is a cool name. Uh, a lot of these were like, you know, they, they make the best of their situation, but, you know, when they're all asked, would you recommend a woman growing up, young girl, to do, would they recommend them do the same thing? And they're like, nope. <laughs> Only if you got mental illness or you've been abused a lot as a kid and uh, you're able to shut your brain down when you have to do a lot of these things. Even though the the escort was saying that a lot of her stuff was pretty dope. Like, she got paid, like, hundreds of dollars to, like, piss on guy a bit. That's a common thing was men wanting her to piss on them or, like, you know, uh, what was the one? One guy would pay, like, $900 to just get spanked. So that's that's easy money. That's pretty good. That's a good deal. But, you know, those are the highlights, I suppose. Probably doesn't bring up anything. She said it's, there's a lot of shitty stuff, too. You black out because of you know, binge on drugs, and then you wake up, and there's, you know, someone having sex with you, and you don't know who it is, and, uh, you know, so there's, those are the, you know, those are the things that uh, make you not want to recommend it to other people trying this career, but, uh, yeah, hello, that ex-spa worker, oh, maybe it was the spa worker I was talking about, yeah, yeah, it was. That spa worker was the one that got to pee on a lot of people. Um, low that, crack addict. I didn't end up watching too much of that. Not sure why. I don't remember. Uh, I think it was... Maybe that's when I was actually going in and out of bed or asleep. And, uh, oh, and there's the borderliner notes. Two sisters. And they just talk about why their relationship, why it was the way it was. I don't know if they both have BPD. I don't know. Anyway, I find those interesting because uh, I didn't know much about mental illness um, growing up. I guess I'm lucky to not have had to figure, you know, learn about that firsthand or secondhand because, I mean, you know, every family's got mental illness. Maybe every person has some kind of mental illness, but, you know, it wasn't so glaringly important I suppose that I was like what I need to figure out what is this you know I mean I'd heard growing up you know you learn about things like sociopathy narcissism um, depression schizophrenia but they're also so kind of watered down or or kind of uh, contradictory or kind of or wrong diagnoses from you know entertainment and stuff that yeah but I, I got I, I got really into actually learning properly all about a lot of this stuff. So so that's kind of been a main focus of my uh my pastime leisure time learning. That's most of what I've been doing the last few months. Leisure time learning. Uh that's I don't know, that's something I like to do. Uh always feel like you're expanding. Hard to I mean I still you can still get depressed, but good way I find of fighting off depressive feelings is you always feel like you're learning something or improving at an activity, you know, improving at uh, practice, yoga, guitar, running, a uh, game, uh, you know, other kind of activities. And then you're learning something, you know, uh, it's a good way to kind of feel like, okay, you're still moving, you're still moving somewhere, you're still, you know, uh, growing, I suppose, and that, that kind of helps make make me feel better anyway, you know. So, uh, homeless woman, an update on a previous video. Yeah, that was tough. She she had a real rough. She uh, 
the first video of hers, uh, she was like the day before she came in to do the interview, she tried to kill herself, but she said the knife was too blunt, so wasn't successful. Yeah, that was a heavy one. That was one of the heaviest of those uh, soft white underbellies I've seen. Well, that I'm not, I'm not all that strange. Thirty-three-year-old David Lynch talks eraser head. I've been watching a lot of David Lynch interviews, even though I find it a little interesting for myself because I don't actually I haven't actually seen a lot of David Lynch movies. I think I've only seen uh, Elephant Man, I believe he did, which is love it. And then Eraserhead, which was interesting. It was his first movie, so I can't. Uh, it's hard to. It's hard to do a masterpiece be your first movie. I don't know. It was it was interesting. I was, and, I don't, and I don't even think he necessarily thinks it's. You know, he was like, oh, we just kind of haphazardly put it together, and it's not particularly political or anything. It's just for you know people can read into it however they want because we just kind of like just kind of put it together. Had like an idea, but didn't, I don't know. He seemed like he <laughs> didn't want anyone to take it necessarily too analyze it too much. So, but. I find him interesting as a person, and I can see why I think uh, apparently George Lucas approached him to direct Return of the Jedi, which would have been interesting. It would have been a different movie, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, uh, I, I probably, I mean, he didn't he re- didn't want to do it probably because he's one of those guys likes to doesn't like to uh, be. He wants to have as much control as possible, which is also George Lucas. So George, I'm sure, respected that decision to decline. Um, but, uh, yeah, I find him an interesting guy. So people that like David Lynch, I get, you know, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, like I, I, I get being interested, fascinated by him. Um, but, uh, to be fair, I think, oh no, he did Dune too, didn't he? Yeah, I couldn't get into Dune, but I think that was one of those where he had to take over from, like an Island of Dr. Moreau situation where it's just a total mess production-wise, so maybe can't really blame him for that. But yeah, I haven't, not a huge fan of his work, but I also haven't seen a lot of his works. But seems like an interesting guy. So anyway. Then back to the soft white underbelly. Crystal meth addict Sam. Crystal meth addict Lynn. Oh boy. Heroin addict Ronnie. Boy. Yeah, some depressing things. But... People would be like, oh, it's a lot of heavy shit, you know? But I'm like, I don't know. I find this stuff can be uplifting because learning about it, you know, it's depressing when you feel like you don't know why this stuff happens, what it is. It's So you're more scared of it. You're more afraid of addiction and mental illness and all that kind of stuff. When you understand it more and then you have more compassion and empathy for the people that go through it, I find it actually less, dep- it kind of makes me less depressed about a lot of that kind of stuff. I don't know. Uh, Sci Show Psych. I haven't watched one of those videos in a while. I think I'd probably already seen it, but I was curious to rewatch it. Uh, does birth order affect your personality? It's something I've wondered about. I mean, they say it doesn't really, although the the example they give, I feel actually kind of reflects my family. But uh, that doesn't mean that uh, you know that it, for, it would for everybody. But uh, yeah, still interested by that. Psychology, that was when I was first getting into psychology heavily with YouTube, was like Sci-Show Shark, Sci-Show Psych, yeah, stuff, videos like that. Um, But yeah, okay, I'll probably just do a few more and then kind of, how many have I gone through? Doesn't really matter. Uh, Another heroin addict, that was the first video of Ronnie. 
then uh, Vice News, Aboriginal Gangs in Winnipeg. It's interesting, depressing again, but uh, just, you know, going into how how after you uh, subject population to basically, like, concentration camps and you destroy any, uh, try to destroy any semblance of their culture and community and family, that how hard it is to uh, cope with that as generations of lasting Im- negative impacts. So, depressing, yes, but I don't know. I think uh, in- important to to watch uh, another another video of that. So you can kind of see how some of these are linked. Canada, why you know uh, Aboriginals grow into crime. There's a DW documentary. Uh, Australia versus Facebook and Google. What's the row about? That's a BBC News. Uh, something about Australia, Facebook getting better this sanctions because apparently. Websites can do sanctions now, so Australia just can't use Facebook or something because Facebook was upset with Australia. I didn't really... I can't remember. Oh, yeah, because Australia wants news to get paid when social media uses news to... Which is fair. They should probably get, like, a lot of, you know, intellectual property, whatever, content creators or news should get compensated by social media. That's just generally a, a, a thing we should all push for. Um... Yeah, okay, I think that's that's probably good for now. I don't know, the last few... Oh, oh go back. Um, this one was, I think, global news on the power failure in Texas, and then right below that, the last one I'll end on... Oh, I went through quite a few videos, wow. Was, uh... Where, where am I? Uh, oh. 329 Darth Maul kill streak on Yavin 4, Battlefront 2. Nice. Yeah, that's impressive. People are definitely getting better. Back in the day, uh, you'd see kill streaks maybe over 100. That was impressive. 120. Now you see them up in the 300s, 400s. Yeah. Helps when you have the game go for like 45 minutes, which doesn't usually happen. But anyway, talk, that's still a lot of stamina. Very impressive. Very impressive. Yeah. I believe I watched. Watched a lot of that one. I skipped through a little bit of it, but I got the general sense that uh, the dude was Shrek in that game. He was on the ball. But anyway, so that, uh, yeah, that 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 was my, I don't know, top, my recent 15, 20 last YouTube videos that I watched. It's kind of a sense of what I've been, what I do. I lay in bed and just uh, consume over and over again. Next video, next video, skip, next video. <laughs> Um, yeah, I love it, but, well, again, there's not much else to do. It's actually, as a responsible citizen, stay inside and watch YouTube is really the best thing I can do during a pandemic, I think. Um, so I'm not complaining too much, but, yeah, anyway, I think maybe I'll do a part two of that, and then, uh, I think I'll just make that, like, something where I'll be like, okay, I'm going to mention what what just happened to be the last three videos I watched just out of curiosity. And I'll just like toss that in for future uh, episodes. But uh, yeah, that's been, that's been, that's been my YouTube past little while. So hope you, hope you enjoyed that little sneak peek into my, my soul. Um, but yeah, this has been the well-meaning skeptic. Thanks for listening and uh, catch y'all on the, on the flip. Yeah. Mm-hmm.